The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining me. Thank you so much for hitting download. I super appreciate it. It means the world to me. And thank you so much for the recent reviews from my beautiful listeners. I, honestly, it means the world to me. Like I sit here in my office and I record these episodes and I speak my truth. I speak authentically and I speak from genuine experience from my life and my business. And I hope and pray that it reaches the right people and it speaks to you and to your soul and helps you in some way, shape or form. And all I ask of you is that you share it. Like to the people that you know that need it, you share it out to others in business that you know will benefit from it and you share the love. So I honestly appreciate it when you take the time to leave a review. I know that we're all super busy and we don't often have time to do that. It honestly means the world. So I really appreciate it. So I wanted to do an episode today on upper limits and I feel like This episode is something I do every single year because I am also growing through this. So as I'm speaking to you through challenges and through mindset blocks and the money stuff, like everything, every stage of my growth, I want to share with you because I want to show you that we are the same. We are experiencing similar things. We both go through challenges. We both have times where we give up on ourselves. We both have times where we move through fear and do massive things. We both have fears and doubts and we both have negative thought patterns like all of it. We're so human. Like we are all human listening to this. And I want you to know that I also experience what I share with you on the podcast. I want to share this with you because I want you to know that you are not alone in what you're experiencing. And I want you to know that business is bloody hard. It is not an easy thing. And I say this because I'm seeing so many, so many businesses shut down again and again, and people going back to jobs that they hate. And I just, I just hate that. Like I honestly hate that because One of the biggest things that I love to support women in is understanding the business side of it so they can continue to do what they love and they create a business that's sustainable. So they're paying themselves a wage, they're earning good money from it, and they're continuing to create a business that they absolutely enjoy. And so if business has got to the point where you're not enjoying it, then definitely take the time to actually ask yourself where you have challenged yourself recently and where you're spending your time. Because if you're doing stuff that you don't enjoy because you think you have to, or you think you should, that's actually the first indicator that it's time to reassess. And it's time to actually create things in your business that you love, create offers, create programs, courses, like whatever it is that you do with your business, that you're setting it up on your terms. You will find clients that will absolutely benefit from you being in your absolute genius, being in your joy and really authentically loving what you do. Because when you're not loving it, people feel it. They absolutely feel it. And so I don't want you to give up on yourself because I know that you are super, super capable. And so whether you've had the thoughts around giving up on it or whether you haven't and you're like, no, no, Kristen, I'm cool. I just want you to know that there'll be times like we all go through these times where we have those low moments where we're like, "Mm, should I go get a job? And I want you to know that that's normal. It's part of the journey. But the more and more that you can build your self-belief and build trust with yourself and build trust with money and develop your skills and your business side of things, then you don't get to that point anymore, right? Like I don't look ahead and ever think that I'm going to give up on this business. I 
never ever get to a point where I'm like, like it's been years since I've looked at a job ad, like, (laughs) and that's honestly because I feel like I've created this level of freedom within my business that I get to do what I want to do. I get to set my own schedule. I get to work with the people that I love to work with. I get to set my own pricing. I get to travel. I get to earn good money from it. So I'm never, ever stressing about money. And I feel like I've had so many conversations recently about this, that when you do the work on your business behind the scenes, it will benefit you twofold, right? Like it is so worthwhile spending the time to upskill yourself, whether it's within money management, whether it's within sales, whether it's within understanding your marketing and your messaging. Like there's so much that I go, I know that goes into business. And I feel like the first few years are the hardest. And then the next evolution on, as you get to that, like five year to seven year mark, there's different challenges that come along and we're always working on growing it and expanding it. And I feel like one of the best mindsets that I've always had that I've, I've strengthened over the years is that I look Look at business as an opportunity, not as a hard slog. And I think that sometimes people can have a headspace that it's hard or that it is not something that you get to explore. Like, I don't want to say it's like a game, but it kind of is. Like, how do I put this? Like, the best part about business, and this is, the, I guess, the part that you need to love, is that it's about solving problems, that it's about the challenge of finding new ways to solve new problems and finding new ways to be challenged and to grow. And I think that that's what I love about business is that there's always something new evolving. There's always a new thing that you can learn. There's always a new way to, a new strategy to try. And I think that's one of those things is I embrace that challenge as a challenge rather than it be like, oh my God, things are always changing. I have to keep pivoting. I have to keep doing these things because you don't have to do any of it. But when you choose to embrace that as an opportunity, that that's the best part about business that you get to change it. And I guess you get to change it quickly too. When you're a small business, like you get to ch- make the decisions in your business and make those changes quickly. And so if you can learn to embrace that part of the business journey and look at it as an opportunity to grow, then it will change your perspective on business as a whole. So today I want to talk to you about upper limits. I know that was a bit, a bit of a long intro, but I want to talk to you about upper limits because I think sometimes upper limits can show up like that feeling of it's not working out. Like sometimes when we're pushing up against an upper limit, you can get to the point just before things break through. It's like, it's like darkest before the dawn, right? Like it's actually hard or you feel like you're being stretched on so many different levels before you break through and birth into this new evolution of your business and yourself. Actually, just to begin with, what is an upper limit? An upper limit is a fear that is showing up that is about your next level. So it's on the precipice of your of change. It's on this next level of expansion and growth. And often what happens, it's like a thermostat. So basically your brain and your nervous system have this level of capacity about what you believe you can handle. And the upper limit shows up as a fear that is causing you to question whether you're capable, whether you're able to handle that level of responsibility or fame or money or whatever it might be, there's this extra like stretch of like, oh, I'm going to have to change here. And another way to describe it is a shift in your identity, really. So you've got come so far within your business and you've developed an identity around who you are within your business and what you're capable of and what you've been able to achieve and what you've overcome in the process of your business journey. And so you've developed a number of belief systems, a number of like a lot of evidence and reference points of what you're capable of and what you've been able to handle. And as you start to grow and expand, Sometimes that old identity needs to change and that's really scary. So our identity or another way to put it is like your ego. Our ego 
has this belief system and this framework around who you believe you are that has certainty and safety connected to it. So you do certain behaviors, you think certain things, you have these certain feelings and they're familiar and they are regular and they're repetitive, right? And so your brain and your body know that that's safe for you to have those experiences. And so what happens is you've developed this identity about who you believe you are at this stage of growth. And for you to go to that next level, some part of that identity has to die. And so what I mean by that is that you have to let go of an old behavior, an old way of being, right? And so as we push up against these upper limits, we get expanded and it's so much easier if we just fall back into doing what we were always doing and we fall back into that identity and just keep being that same person. And that's where the upper limit comes into play because there is like that take the red pill or the blue pill kind of situation going on, right? You want to take the red pill and go back to exactly what life was, then you can absolutely do that. Or if you want to take the blue pill, then we have to let go of the red pill and that person of who you used to be. And another way that I like to think about it is actually about more surrendering to the new way of being rather than letting go, because sometimes there can be this element of fear of loss attached to it. So that's always been a real challenge for me when it comes to my upper limits of like, what am I going to lose in the process of leveling up? And so that's been showing up for me a lot in the last few months. And I've been working through these fear-based thought patterns and what they're attached to. And so I want to share with you how I go about doing that. Now, you may not be able to identify necessarily your upper limit, and that's okay. That's sometimes where coaching comes into play, but you may be able to. So as we go through this, start to just identify, okay, what's showing up for you? And when you think about going to your next level, what is that ceiling that you're placing on yourself? What's the cap that you're putting on yourself? And what is it about you that you believe that is causing that cap? Because that's what it comes down to, an identity, a belief system that you have about yourself that causes you to go, well, I don't want to change or I don't see that it's possible because of who I am, right? Or because of what I've been able to achieve or because of my behavior, because this safe compartment that I've built for myself. And so what I like to think about is like how we surrender to the new and we identify when these fears are starting to show up. And often there are an emotional response, a sensation that happens in your body, or there is an identification of a behavior that you know that you don't want to do. So a self-sabotaging behavior because the thermostat kicks in and goes, oh, no, this is too far stretchy out of our comfort zone. I'm going to pull myself back down and go back and take that red, red pill and go back to doing what I was always doing. And in that moment, we want to identify that behavior and we want to take a moment and go, what am I most afraid of here? And that can be a really big question to ask yourself. And so often what I'll do is I'll journal on it. And this is not like this massive thing that comes out of nowhere. It's small little moments where you're like, oh, I'm just going to keep doing this thing. I'm just going to keep these people in my life. I'm just going to keep just doing the same thing I've been doing all the time because I know what outcome is going to happen from that. And stretching myself and doing these things that are uncomfortable and next level I'm like, oh, do I really have to do that? No one else is really doing that. Maybe I'll just keep staying safe, keep doing what I've always done. But really when it comes down to it, I know that I don't want to be doing those behaviors. So we identify the self-sabotaging behaviors. We identify what was the feeling that was causing me to go back to that old version of me. And what am I most afraid of? Because we've got to identify the fear. If you don't identify the fear, it will hold power over you and continue to cause you to self-sabotage. So identify the fear and ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, what am I most afraid of happening? And once you know what's what you're most afraid of, we want to actually play out the whole scenario because what happens when we're stuck in fear, this is how the upper limit works, is that we're activated, the fear gets activated and we fall back into feeling comfortable and safe because the fear talked you out of doing the scary thing. 
And yet the fear either causes you to freeze and fall back into old ways unless you follow it through and really play out the whole movie. So what I mean by this is I want you to think about what's the worst thing that you're most worried about happening and then ask yourself, okay, so if that happened, how would you handle it? And I want you to play out an action plan, like play out the scenario and go, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? But what if I can't handle this amount of people? What if I can't, you know, manage this part of the business? What if I can't manage that amount of money? What if I can't handle that level of responsibility? What if, you know, and then like all of those types of scenarios will play through your mind. And then I want you to ask, ask yourself, like, what are you most afraid of? And you've got to really get down to the root cause of it and then ask yourself, okay, if that did happen, how would you handle it? And play it out, like make an action plan. And write it out if you want to write it out. Like I find it's really powerful when you write it out. You're like, okay, well, I would do this and then I would do this and then I would do this. And usually what will happen through that process, you'll realize that you actually have the ability to handle it or you would know what to do in that situation. For instance, you might ask for help, that you might get the support that you need with that part of the business or you might actually just deal with it yourself, right? Like there's so many different scenarios. So I remember doing this with a client and we identified that one of her biggest fears with it when it comes to leveling up in her business and taking things to that next level and expanding the amount of people that she served, she was like, what if I actually have an unhappy customer and they hate it and they talk about it? And I'm like, okay, let's play this scenario out. So one, what would happen, like what would happen that you would know they were unhappy? And she was like, oh, maybe they'll start talking about me on social media or maybe they will email me and say, I'm really unhappy with this program. It's it's bad. I'm like, great. Okay. So if that happened, let's start there. What would you do? And she would be, she was like, oh, well, I'd reach out to her and ask her if we can have a conversation and find out what she's not liking and whether it was maybe the wrong fit for her or whether, you know, I need to improve parts of the program and take that feedback on board. And then I could choose from that situation, whether I wanted to give the money back or whether I'd like to get her to do the program again so I can improve it. Like I would find some way of dealing with the situation to help her and to um, also make sure that she's happy with that. Okay. And I was like, okay, so then if you did that and she still wasn't happy, then what would you do? And she's like, oh, well, I'd probably just cancel her um, access to the program and refund her money. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then she's still not happy. So then what would you do? She was like, well, there's nothing else I can really do. Like what else can I possibly do? I can apologize, but if maybe it was the wrong fit, then maybe I need to identify how I can improve my messaging so that I'm not attracting people that it's the wrong fit for. I'm like, great. So many incredible lessons through this, right? Like really so many lessons. And she was like, oh yeah, actually that would be really good. So it wouldn't be a bad thing if that happened because I'd learn a lot through it. And I was like, okay. And so then anything else, like anything else, if she was still, still unhappy, what would you do? And she was like, oh, I probably I've done everything I possibly can. So I'd probably just have to like, let her go and just get over it. (laughs) I think that's what she said, get over it. And, And I was like, cool. And so would you be able to make peace with that? And she was like, yeah, totally. I'm like, cool. So now that you have an, now, how do you feel about it? And she was like, oh, it's actually not as bad as I thought it would be. I was like, perfect. And then, okay, now that you know how you would handle it if it did happen, what are some of the things you could put into place to prevent it from happening? And so then she mapped out a couple of key things that she could do to ensure people were happy, to make sure that she was touching base in an earlier stage of the program so that she can um, engage that type of engagement to figure out if there was something wrong earlier on as well. And I was like, these are such good things to have in place for your business, right? Um, And then she was like, okay, I just need to review my messaging as well because I'll just make sure that it's also attracting the right people too because I already have an idea of, who it would be wrong for. And maybe I'm not doing enough repelling marketing in order to repel the wrong people. I'm like, oh my God, so good. And she was like, and that's pretty much all I think I need to do to prevent it. And then I said to her, great. So how do you feel about that fear now? She was like, oh, that's fine. 
Like I actually need the feedback in order to improve. Whereas I've been so scared of receiving that feedback because I was so worried about people being unhappy that I haven't been open to it, but I actually need it to make it better. So I was like, amazing. So what do you want to do from here? And she was like, oh, I'm actually going to reach out to a few people in my program now and just get feedback to see where they're at, to see what's working, what's not working. So then I can improve it if I need to and address it head on. And I was like, now, how do you feel about receiving more people into your program? And she was like, oh, bring it. Like, I'm going to put these things in place, but then I'm ready. So this is actually how you can work through your upper limit fears. You've got to get to the root cause of it. You've got to get to what you're most afraid of happening. And then you've got to play it out, right? Play out the whole scenario. Now, if there's anything else, sometimes I'll I'll take a client through an NLP process to help shift the fear because sometimes it's not necessarily a future-based fear. It's actually something that's happened in the past that gets reactivated. And so we're trying to protect ourselves from this past hurt or past pain. And so if that's basically the brain's been pushed out of regulation in that phase. So I would take someone through an NLP process to help shift that so then they could feel better about it moving forward. But ideally, like, Everything in business is, is problem solving, right? At the end of the day, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, like everything is a, is problem solving. And so sometimes the problems feel bigger because you haven't dealt with them just yet. But when you identify, okay, what are some of the bigger problems I'm going to have as I expand and as I scale? If you can start to play those scenarios out and give yourself the opportunity to explore how you would solve that problem if, if it happened and how you'd prevent the, that from happening in your business, you will feel much more equipped to handle those challenges and the fears won't be as big as you anticipate them to be. And so it is so normal because a lot of the time we haven't experienced these things. We're looking towards the future and going, oh my God, this is going to bring all of these challenges. But often there's a level of education that has to happen, or there's a level of experience that only happens through action and only happens through actually experiencing it. Or there's a lack of awareness around it. So maybe you need to have a conversation with someone who's further ahead of you to find out how they handled things. So then you're able to navigate them by learning through other people's mistakes or other people's challenges and so you have the tools in order to move forward. So upper limits are so fascinating and I want you to know they continue to come no matter what level you're at and they're just different, right? So they're just different. So I remember having like a lot of bit, a lot of fear around the fear of responsibility for a while. I had a lot of fear around money and this is why I've done all this work on myself because I want to show you that it works. I want to show you that it's so worthwhile doing and I also want, to want you to know that it's never one and done. Like it's never one and done. So we are human beings evolving and as you're expanding and you're putting yourselves in new situations, there's going to be this fear of the unknown and your brain is going to be activated with a state of fear because it's looking to the past to find certainty and safety, right? It's filtering through all of your past experiences to see, have we done this before? And if you've never done it before, it's normal for your brain to respond with fear because it feels dangerous. So the more information that you can gain about the future, about what you're about to create, about the problems you may come up and experience. This is why I love reading autobiographies, why I like listening to interviews with other people. It's why I like being mentored. This is why I love having other coaches for myself as well, because I haven't experienced some of the things that they've experienced. And so this gives me the opportunity to ask questions, to be able to gauge from their experience so then I can not make the same mistakes or I can know how to handle it if the problem arises. So I want you to really think about this for you. Like how is the upper limits showing up for you? And when you think about where you want to take your business this year in 2024, what upper limits or what some of the things that you're worried about happening with that level of expansion? And that's when you need to work on that stuff now so then you can handle it when it comes. Right. And the more that you do that, the more you're setting yourself up for success. 
So I hope this episode has served you. I hope you loved it. And I hope that you take the time to actually do that little process with yourself. And if you feel called to learn from me further, there's a couple of things that I have for you. So the first one is I have an event happening in Brisbane on the 23rd of February, which is called Thrive Beyond Six Figures. And it's a business mastermind day. So you get to connect with other incredible women in business. We'll be doing some masterminding sessions. We'll be working on helping you scale and grow your business. We'll be looking at mindset pieces right through to sales strategies and really thinking about developing the business that feels authentic and true for you and leveling you up and helping you figure out where to spend your time for the best results. So that's happening on the 23rd of February. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can check that out and look for tickets. There's two ticket options. There's one that you can bring a bestie for a really good deal. So definitely check that out. Secondly, I have a brand new mini program for you. It's a 30-day money mindset upgrade, and it's an audio program specific for busy business owners. So they're short bite-sized lessons that help you up-level your mindset, your money habits, your vibration and your money management skills when it comes to your business. It's honestly so awesome. And I know I say that like I'm tooting my own horn, but when I recorded it over the Christmas break, I remember going through it going, oh my God, this is so good. Like I'm giving so much in this program at such a ridiculous price, but I am such a big believer of women having access to the support that they need around money so they can feel so much more confident with it. So if you feel called to work on your money mindset this year, then definitely check out the link in the show notes and download the program right away. All right, lovely. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon, your day, your evening, wherever you are, and I hope you have an incredible week. Thank you for listening. And if you found any value out of this episode, make sure you hit the follow button so you get access to the episodes as soon as they are live. And make sure you come hang out with me on Instagram. You can find me at Christine Corcoran underscore coach. Have an incredible week.